0: What's that in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's top Geekly! Holy ham and cheese Sundays, geeks and geekettes. Sundays? I am Pendragon here, the resident Kryptonian. What of type course- of on, what type of Sundays are you eating? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man, but it sounded good at the time. I'm Pendragon here, the resident Kryptonian, and you know my good friend, the Gotham Knight, my friend Cody.
1: We are Talk Geekly, bringing the latest and the greatest in comic books, video games, and so much more from the geek culture. And this is our second podcast of the week, and we are taking things in a little bit of a different spin. So what we're doing this time around is not giving you the news we're not giving you comics we're actually going to be giving you the nintendo direct and blizzcon
0: yeah you know um on the main episode for the week we talked about so much stuff went down we kind of came together and said you know what we cannot ignore um these events they, they were definitely some some cool things released from both companies. And we had to talk about it. So let's jump right into it. We're talking BlizzCon Line. We're talking the Nintendo Direct. So, one
1: of the big things for me out of the Nintendo Direct, and I'm just going to start right off with it, was the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD announced. So, that right off the rip, you know, that came a little bit later in the actual Direct. But it kind of threw me off because at first I thought we were getting a Breath of the Wild 2, and a lot of fans did too, just from how everything was out on Twitter and online. But I think there is a little bit of redemption to be seen. Because this game, with it being an HD, you know, HD remake, gives us The controls without the need for motion you could turn that off and that was the big thing with Skyward Sword that everyone hated On the Wii was the constant need to move the controller and and you weren't actually able just to play it like you would normally Now you can resort back to the buttons I want to say they use the, the the joy cons Um excuse me the joysticks in a certain manner that's how you're gonna like slash and block and everything But they take away the need for the motion if you desire so with that also being said we got introduced really cool Legend of Zelda Joy-Cons. These things look really awesome. I love the design on them. My fear on them is they're just going to be scalped and just, you know, people are going to buy them and sell them for outrageous prices. So I'm hoping to get my pre-orders in ASAP.
0: So obviously you mentioned how it's it's this this game originally wasn't really well received by the community Do you think that they're going to run into that same, even though they made the changes to the control scheme, do you think that Nintendo might have chosen the wrong game to remaster?
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of of titles they could have gone after and and gave better, you know, facelifts to. Mask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but with that being said This was a game that's left a bad taste In a lot of people's mouths And I think it's it's a nice little redemption For them, even though they're, you know all, Yeah, we did get Majora's Mask on the 3DS Whatever, you know <laughs> Give us something
0: better Nah, I, I mean that's, that's why I asked for sure So, I mean, what else uh, got you hyped During that Nintendo Direct? Another thing
1: that really Pumped the heat for me was Project Triangle Strategy Now, this was a game that gave me Octopath Traveler meets Final Fantasy Tactics. It has that RPG turn-based strategic just sexiness. Oh my God, the graphics were gorgeous. I just loved everything about it. Now, this takes suit, and it looks like, I would say, the environment of Octopath Traveler, but it's not necessarily the same world. And it also has a really cool, like, consequence system. Now, there's three different nations, and I'm led to believe the different... The different way you respond puts you in the kind of the different nations I don't know Um, but it's it's a it's called the conviction scale so how you respond or the actions you do will give you it'll tilt you either in the utility the morality or the liberty um, progression on on the scale very awesome game this is created by Square Enix and it's I loved it the debut demo is live on the Switch download it
0: now so I've always just despise jrpg combat systems uh it's something that never really appealed to me um so with that kind of mindset it's hard for me to look at these kinds of game announcements and actually get excited but since you're someone who does like that style likes that genre um what do you feel uh, besides the fact that you said you felt like it, it kind of merged octopath uh traveler and final fantasy what was it that is the mo- what is the most thing that you're excited for with this game so it, it
1: does seem dialogue heavy but again we only started at chapter six so there's a lot to be said with that the one thing that ah oh god that drew me in the most was the combat with games like this the combat needs to be good and this plays like a chessboard you only move a certain amount of blocks and your attacks only hit a certain amount of blocks with this game when you surround certain characters and if you surround them in a certain way with your with your positioning, you can combo off each other and really set up some deadly wombo combos. Like we're talking I was doing spells, it was leaving after effects on the battlefield. I'm led to believe at some point we could utilize that to maybe duplicate some sort of spell or re- you know, reflect off that. There there wasn't any indication there, but like I said, we only got a taste of it. This game showed promise for a lot of complex things that we have yet to see in RPGs. A lot of it, I was attacking, and in mid-game, mid-battle, I was seeing my characters level up and learn new skills, uh, which you know we've seen before, but you're able to use that skill in battle, which that's not very common in a lot of the games that I have played. So, I don't know. We didn't get enough, I guess, for me, but it's enough for a day one buy, for sure. I just don't know exactly how this game's going to scale with the other ones I've played.
0: I feel you. And I'll definitely admit like the the explanation you gave for that combat system. That's interesting. It sounds uh, sounds like there's definitely some promise there, kind of gives me uh, some indie game vibes. I can't at the moment for, for whatever reason it is, can't think of the exact name. Uh, but there was a game that released uh, last year from an indie developer that had a very similar combat system to what you're talking about, being able to move the character only so many spaces and have uh, abilities chain up between your party. So I I like that, and I actually want to check this game out, uh, just some of the video, and see what's going on with that. So, I mean, I'm sure there's something else you got going for Nintendo, so please hit us with some more Nintendo Direct. So,
1: in an effort to kind of keep this in a more digestible bite, you know, I'm only going to be covering what I considered... The heavy hitters for me. So the last one, you know, was an interesting one. This was the Capcom Arcade Stadium. Now, this was a free download, and you got two free games with it. You you get 1943, the Battle for Midway, and then you said it was uh, Super Ghouls and Goblins, correct?
0: Uh, ghouls and Goblins, yes. Ghouls and ghouls Goblins. And
1: goblins. I, I don't know where I
0: got the Super from. Well, I, I but anyway. There is a Super one, too, though. But, the, yeah, Ghouls and Goblins, the OG one. So this is, this is a really cool
1: thing you you know you download this and it's it's actually like you're playing the arcade games they give you three different bundles that you can purchase for a price of $14.99 or you can get the all-in package for $39.99 now the three different packages dawn of arcade it takes place from 1984 to 1988 arcade revolution 1989 to 1992 and then arcade evolution 1992 to 2001 with games following those res- um, retrospective uh decade or time slots i guess is the easiest way to label that
0: yeah and i think you know capcom has always been one of my favorite uh game development companies and it all began with street fighter 2 certainly one of my favorite games of all time that is that is legitimately my favorite franchise of all time and for me personally this is definitely a get just because i'd be able to get some of the different versions of street fighter 2 and be able to play that and show my son exactly where it all began for for me growing up and i would love to hop on street fighter pick guile and give him a little whooping you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, absolutely. I think I think this does you know provide a platform for us to really have access to these games, you know, without having to have a Super Nintendo or an arcade nearby. My only thing is, you know, for fourteen ninety nine for a bundle, it seems a little steep to me. But again, you know, I'm out here spending forty dollars on games that only last six hours, so I can't really say too
0: much. I mean, I feel that I feel that for sure. The price can can be a little bit of a point where, you know, you, you can go either way, I think with this. And um, it's not like, it's not the first time Capcom has done something like this. Uh, if you head over to Steam, there's all kinds of Capcom bundles. I think definitely though, the, the biggest point for this one is it's finally on a console. I think that's cool. I know that Xbox back in the day had a few bundles from Capcom, but this is certainly exciting news um, for, for, for fans of Capcom's arcade stuff no absolutely and with
1: that being said guys that wraps up my take on the nintendo direct so tom what's up with the blizzcon what's up on your side you got to give me the deets now man
0: oh man so we had a year last year of course very very rough year for everyone and we didn't get a blizzcon it didn't happen last year it had to be canceled so blizzard came and they said we're giving you blizzcon line yeah i know stupid name but really cool event. It celebrated not only the 30 years of the company, but also gave us a lot of very important news. And the first one I wanna talk about kinda harkens back to what we just talked about, uh, except this is the Blizzard Arcade Collection. Uh, This is featuring three titles, the three games that actually helped to build the Blizzard brand. That is the Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racing, and Blackthorn. Now, the the collection includes definitive editions of all three games, as well as new features. You get replay, save, and in the case of Rock and Roll Racing, you actually get four-player split screen. I mean, this also includes a museum. It's got game dev interviews, artwork, and so much more. Best of all, it's available right now for all consoles and PC.
1: That is, that's awesome. What what did you say that asking price was?
0: That is something I didn't look into and I really should have. Um, I do believe though, with it being a Blizzard thing, I don't think it's gonna be too crazy. I mean, if I could keep talking long enough and Google it at the same time, I might be able to give you a price, but I so don't think I'm going to So what game were good. you looking
1: forward to play the most, though?
0: Honestly, I want to play Lost Vikings. Uh, it's been a long time since I played that game, and that's definitely the one that I remember the most. I never had a chance to try Rock and Roll Racing, and with them having the four-player split screen... That actually might be something I do as well. So if you head on over to the Microsoft Store right now, if you're looking for an Xbox copy, you can get Blizzard Arcade Collection for $19.99. That is an awesome price. Yeah, not, not too bad. Not too bad at all. So, I mean,
1: with with that, I mean, there has to be something else itching you know to to get out so tom you got you got you got to hit me with some more man what else is on the plate all
0: right i'm gonna save the big one for last so so i'm gonna just go with another big piece of news uh from blizzcon line was the announcement of world of warcraft burning crusade classic now i'm not a huge fan of classic wow um, but to be honest you know for those that loved that era of the game You're getting more. This is what they're gonna be providing you. You get the Burning Crusade Classic expansion, which launched originally in 2007. Players are gonna get to once again experience Outland in all of its low poly glory, but as well, they'll be taking the fight to the Legion and Illidan when they raid the Black Temple. Um, I do like the sounds of at least what the developers were talking about. Uh, with the being able to migrate your character. And that was something that a lot of people were worried about when they were speculating that Burning Crusade was coming down the pipeline. And it turns out that when the servers go live, you will actually be given a choice. You can stay in vanilla or move your character to the BC patch and start grinding to level 70. And essentially the system copies your level 60 character items gold everything you have on them and brings it over to that new server and for anyone who actually wants to have both well Blizzard is going to allow you to do that it is a paid service but I think as far as Blizzard is concerned this is kind of the thing they've been doing for years it's not an EA kind of thing where it's like oh we want your money it's just Blizzard offers paid services when people are trying to squeeze a little bit extra out of their game and I think uh, for, like I said, for people who are fans of classic, they're gonna love being able to jump into Burning Crusade. So, what's what's exactly?
1: The get up with burning crusade i'm not very versed with this type of stuff so i have no idea what is even going on when you're talking about it to be honest <laughs> oh, and
0: i get that i mean it takes it takes a special kind of nerd to get into wow and i'll be honest with you uh when the game first came out i was one of those people who just was like no 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 i will never play that game and then around 2010, I started playing the game and have been playing it ever since. But uh, Burning Crusade was the second, or sorry, the first expansion of the game. So in the in the vanilla, you got to level 60, you did all the raids and that was it. And then Burning Crusade came out, taking you to a whole new world, providing you with two new classes that you could play, as well as two new races, and, of course, going from level 60 to 70. So it's a lot more content added on to that classic game that people still feel nostalgic for.
1: No, I got you. And I can't really say too much. There's games that I play that are old, old, old and ancient. And by all means, people probably, you know, there, there's cults that play it. For the you know those games but like that love You just you never let it go so I can only imagine Like the people who are behind this are Probably loving every bit of it So I know you said you have the best For last (laughs) I'm dying For you you got to hit it I think I know What it is and if it is what it what it is I'm excited for it as well
0: oh yeah You definitely know what it is So arguably the game that Began Blizzard's Ascension to the powerhouse studio That it is now is Diablo 2 and 20 years since its debut it's getting resurrected diablo 2 resurrected was announced and it is a full-on hd remaster and man seeing the upgrade it's no joke they took that classic oh my it's gorgeous they take the classic isometric sprite based game and gave it a facelift with modern technology, bringing it into the 3D space. Now, what I'm mostly excited about this is I never had a chance to play the original game when it launched. And we talked about this on previous podcasts. So for me, it's like, not only do I get to experience this game, but I will get to experience the game from the comfort of my own couch because it's coming to all consoles it's coming to pc and it will have cross progression so i can play on my computer then go into my other room and play on my xbox and if i'm really feeling frisky i can hop on my nintendo switch and play it there
1: yeah so as This is this is the one thing I can say. This is a game that I played and fell in love with as a kid growing up. And I just remember spending hours. It was the first PC game I really got to dive into as a teenager. And it was at my sister's house. And I remember I would knock it off that PC to save my (laughs) life. Was pouring hours into it as a barbarian build, learning the very, very harsh realities of online playing, getting duped into dropping weapons, thinking I'm being sly, duplicating my weapon, thinking I'm going to be awesome, and then someone just taking off with everything. Um, I love it, man, and I'm so excited to see it come to light again, and not only that, but you could change between both the classic and the new versions. I I love it. I love it, and I cannot wait for it to drop in. Maybe, maybe... We could do a very special talk Keekly, you know, presentation on it where we play together.
0: I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't know if they're doing well. I, yeah, they're they're not doing cross platform, which kind of sucks. So that's something we might want to talk talk about together and see uh, if we both end up getting a copy on the same platform.
1: I mean, I'm probably going to get it on
0: PC. Yeah, that's most likely where I'm gonna get it to. <laughs> 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 I mean, as much as I was hyping up the fact that you could play on your couch, you know, I let's be honest, I PC Master Race for life. So I mean, I yeah.
1: might end up getting it on the Switch so Liv can play with me, uh, but I'm gonna get it on PC first because that's I, that's where I first played it. So that's I'm gonna get it again.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I, I I don't blame you. You know, there there's certain certain things about sitting in front of a computer screen with a mouse and a keyboard. It always just feels right.
1: And just it, and immersed by RGB in a dark lit room. <laughs> but with with that being said, guys, that does wrap up our Nintendo Direct and BlizzCon take. I was so stoked and excited for this. And I'm hoping we get more of a chance to do this in the future.
0: No, I, I mean, I agree. And I want to say one other thing. Diablo 4 announced the Rogue is a new class. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't want to end the show without saying that one. <laughs> but you can always
1: check us out on our respective following social media platforms, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the platforms for podcasts. Just type in Talk Geekly. You're going to find us. Be sure to hit like, subscribe to stay up to date on that good geekly goodness. That being said, Penn, why don't you send us off?
0: Keep it geekly. What's that in the sky?